Hey, welcome to another edition of Building Wealth Now. This is Jason Kokenzie, your host. Welcome. If you are a guest today, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you are a long-term listener and a or subscriber, thank you for coming back. I always appreciate all of you. Great to have you back on this episode. If you've not gone to iteachfreedom.com, what are you waiting for? Uh, we have an awesome Facebook group. I do it on Facebook group just so I can build a better community there instead of just a website. So if you've not gone over to iteachfreedom.com, it's well worth your time. And uh, it's going to be where we can teach about modern economy, mindset, and residual income that are centered around online businesses. And uh, so that's what's over there. If you're saying, I want to do that, but I don't know what to do as far as online business, hey, go check it out, fill out the survey, and we'd love to help you out with that. Guys, it's a doozy of a time in our world, and I feel like I say this every single time, and I feel like uh, we just have a constant, constant update, a constant change, a constant world that we live in uh, when it comes to our economy. And unfortunately, right now, a lot of things, and I mean a lot of things, are politically driven. And so things are just awkward, weird, strange. And I'm just going to tell you something. Um, they're awkward and strange more now than probably my entire life. I have never seen anything like this. Um, and I'm just going to say, I think the writing is on the wall that there is going to be a lot more strange things here, uh, within the, um, within the next coming months. Uh, we live in a political climate that is just absolutely bizarre, that absolutely has strange things going on that, um, I said this on my last episode, I will say it again. You need to learn to dig the well before you're thirsty. I'm going to give you the heads up right now. If you haven't listened to me before, you need to understand you need to prepare yourself. And I'm not talking like a prepper. I'm not talking about that type of stuff, even though there is some indication that this is, this is a possibility. Guys, here's some things I'm going to tell you. I think it's important, and we'll get to the topic of conversation, which is going to go right along with that here in just a minute, but ultimately, guys, I think it's important that you do stock up on some essentials, like groceries, and like toilet paper, and like things like that. I think a couple things are going to hit here very soon, if you have not already noticed it in already. Um, first of all, I think inflation is going to be a big deal. And it already is a big deal, right? So we've seen inflation to a degree, but I think inflation is going to absolutely hit through the roof here within the next couple um, months. Uh, And so I'm just going to tell you, guys, prepare, be prepared, go stock up on some things. Guys, I'm not saying how much you should get all freaked out about things and, and how much you should stock up on things. I don't really know how to tell that because none of us have ever been in this situation, right? But I do think you probably should have some supplies. And and please understand, I'm not saying that we're at the end of the world. I'm not saying that, you know, things are going to be in absolute and utter chaos. I don't know the answer, but I think it's always wise for you to have at least some prep. Okay. And I'm not telling you to go hardcore, be out, be a prepper. Uh, But I believe fully in digging the well before you're thirsty. So don't be foolish. Don't be stupid. Um, I went to... Costco yesterday um, to go um, just pick up our normal groceries. And here's the thing, 
Guys, our normal groceries that would normally cost about $450 ended up costing us about $750 yesterday. We didn't do anything extravagant. We didn't do anything out of the ordinary. Um, but lo and behold, it definitely was a change. And I noticed it um, when I when I finally finished all the things. When they tallied up my groceries, I was at $750. I was like, ah, that's interesting. Um, the other thing I also noticed is that uh, they have not had this for months now, but they did have they did have um, the toilet paper where they had back on the toilet paper of only one uh, one package of toilet paper per customer, which was interesting to me because they had not had that for several months now, and so ultimately that kind of put some thought process back to my mind. Is it beginning? Guys, I'm not telling you, I'm going to say this. I'm not telling you that if this is going to happen, I'm telling you the inflation's going to happen. And I'm telling you that I feel like you probably should have um, some supplies. The supply chain is already being affected, has been affected, will continue to be affected. And so ultimately, a lot of these things are going to affect you personally. So dig the well before you're thirsty when it comes to things like this. Have the things like toilet paper, have the things like water, have the things like, um, you know, some, some long-term foods, canned items, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, uh, because you just don't want to be caught with without that. Now, that's not the topic of conversation today, but I think that's important for you guys to know. I, I want to be able to say, you know, you heard it from me. That I, you know, told you that these things are going to go up in prices. And the last thing I want you to do is be scrambling around the neighborhood trying to find things that you're not going to be able to find. We already saw the panic that people have. So instead of buying into the panic, prepare. You can either prepare or you can panic, right? And that goes along with um, a lot of things that we say. So you can either prepare or panic. Which means, obviously, we come to what this main concept of our podcast is, and that is building wealth now, <laughs> not building wealth later. Um, yeah, that's a great title, isn't it? So I've had this question asked to me. I am uh, currently in conversation with a, a potential business partner with something, and the person asks me some questions as far as business is concerned, and we're just having this long conversation. And um, she was asking, you know, basically, what are the reasons why people fail in business? Now, guys, there's a whole lot of conversation pieces that we can have about this. But I always appreciate this question because I think it helps people to um, overcome mindset wise, as far as I'm not going to let these things happen. Guys, business is important. And the things I'm going to tell to you right now are, are business wide. Okay. Or business wide. Now I, I could have a long list. I could have a long list of reasons why people fail. Um, if you do the statistics, there's like a 1% chance that you're going to be wildly successful in business. Now, people ask me, why is it only that 1% are wildly successful in business? And it's going to go like this. The reason why 1% are wildly successful is because those 1% do what the other 99% won't do. Bottom line. 
If you want to be in that 1%, you have to understand that you're going to have to do what 99% of the other people won't do. It's simple. It's simple math. I know that's shocking, right? But it's simple math. There's a reason why the 1% are successful wildly. Now, let me say this. If if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. It Makes sense as well, right? But at the end of the day, it's not that they fell into luck and that's why they're that 1%. I'm going to tell you something. The large majority of those one percenters are probably because they actually worked their tail off to be wildly successful. So let me tell you some hints, hopefully some mindset, and just some action that you need to do. Number one. Number one, they realize that people are going to tell them no, and they move past that. In other words, they're not attached to the results, and that's so important for you to understand. You need to understand what the income-producing behaviors are and focus on those. Look, in business, people are going to tell you no. It's just part of it. It's life. And the reason why I am more successful than you is very simply that I've had more people tell me no than you have. Why is the 1% successful? Very simple. Because the 1% have been told no more than you have. It's simple. Guys, you have to focus on the behaviors. Specifically, the income-producing behaviors. That is such an important thing for you to understand. Don't be focused on the results. You will get results if you focus on the right income-producing behaviors. Don't focus on the results. That will hurt you. Because you are going to get emotionally attached to when people tell you no. And you're going to get emotionally attached when people tell you yes. And either one of those can get you in a very bad place if you're result-oriented. Now you're saying, well, Jason, if if I'm not getting results, should I not not do what I'm doing? Well, yeah, yeah, listen, I get that. I understand that. But at the end of the day, if you don't have the right income-producing behaviors in place, then right, change it. But therein lies a problem with itself. A lot of times people think they're doing income producing behaviors and they're not doing things that produce income. So if you look at your business, whatever it may be, what are the things that are going to bring income through the doors, whether that is a figurative door of online world or a realistic door being in a brick and mortar world? What what is going to make people come through? Those are the things you should focus on. And I promise you, it is not your logo. I promise you, it is not how stylish it looks. I promise you. Think think about it this way. Think about Nike. Is their logo what drives you to go buy their shoes? No. No, it's probably not. It's not the coolest logo on the face of this earth. It's not ugly, but it's not cool. Do logos make you buy something? No, what makes you buy something is typically the culture, typically the marketing. 
And marketing, again, is not your logo. It's educating people on your products or services. So don't be attached to the results. You're going to get more no's than you're going to get yeses. And you just have to understand that if you want to be in the 1%, that's what you need to know. Secondly, secondly, okay, guys, I'm telling you something. It's just important for you to understand this. In the world of business, when people want to jump into a business, they fear failure. Listen, there's always going to be failure in business. No one has had a free ride to success. People are going to fail in business. And so you either have the opportunity to learn from the areas that you made mistakes in, or you have the ability to quit. And I'm going to tell you something. One percenters don't quit. They learn. They change. They adjust. They make action. They move forward. So you have to learn to fail forward. Take the things. And guys, I've heard people jump into business before and they they say, well, that business doesn't work. Well, that business isn't really a good business. Well, that business, this, that, and the other, and blah, 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 blah. Or they want to label it some type of thing and it's just like those types of businesses don't work. Well, I tried drop shipping. Well, I tried wholesale. Well, I tried affiliate marketing. Well, I tried this. Well, I tried that. And it didn't work. Well, I got my real estate license. And so therefore, and that didn't work. I, I just, I just, it just doesn't work. It's oversaturated. Guys, I'm telling you something. I don't even have a real estate license. And I promise you yearly, if I wanted to do it without even me have a real estate license, I could probably sell 20 to 30 homes without even trying. Because the key thing is, is that I've learned from the past of what people are thinking, how they're talking, and I can help people understand whether it's a good time to buy or a good time to sell. And ultimately, long story short, that would make me have a very simple path into becoming a real estate agent. I'm telling you, I could do that. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it's not because the business model doesn't work. It's because you don't work. And at the end of the day, At the end of the day, you let a little failure determine your future. Instead of failing and learning, you fail and quit. So don't tell me a business model, okay? Don't tell me a business model that you're doing doesn't work. It's the fact that you probably didn't do the work. And I'm sorry, I'm jumping on the soapbox for a little second here, right? Guys, people make so many many excuses and they just don't like failing. Fine, I get it. I don't like failing either, but you got to learn or you got to quit. And my suggestion is don't quit because the 1% people who are successful are successful because they didn't quit. I could spend a long time on that. I'm not. You get the point. Number three. This one blows my mind. It really blows my mind. You're in business. You think everything's just going to happen beautifully. And you live in the utopian society of business where you do something and automatically awesome, amazing things are going to happen. Your business is going to be six figures within three months. Let me tell you something. That's not realistic for the large majority of you people listening to this. Here's what I've learned. 48% of people follow up only one time, which means 52% of people never even follow up. 
you're in a business, you've got to learn how to network with people. You need to learn how to get in people's ears about your business, about your products. But yet 48% of you only follow up on time. 52% of you people never even follow up the first time. So here's a little hint. If you present your business, your products, your opportunity, maybe you're looking for a business partner. Maybe you're looking for different clients. Maybe you're looking for, I don't know what in the world it is that you're looking for within your world of business. And you never even follow up. What's the point of even talking to people? Guys, the numbers are absolutely stunning to me about how people follow up. Did you know that on the fifth follow-up, that's when about 80% of people actually jump into becoming a customer or a, um, uh, a, a user of your products? Or maybe they partner up with you in some fashion of marketing or whatever it might be. 52% never even follow up one time, but it takes 5% to get to 80% of people. Here's here's just the follow-up statistics. Only 1% of people will actually buy your products or services after one follow-up. Only 1%. It jumps up to a whopping 2 to 3% on the second follow-up. So only 2 to 3% of people actually will ever jump into your products or services after two follow-ups. Listen to this. The third time, it only jumps up to a whopping 5%. Odds are still very much not in your favor. So you need to get your products or services into their ears, into their mind, multiple, multiple, multiple times. The fourth time is better. Because you jump up to 10% of people who jump in buying your products or services. 10%. Way better than five. But the money, money, money happens when you follow up five times. And on five times, that is where the numbers increase to 80%. Guys, I'm telling you, business is not rocket science. If you want to be successful and you want to be in the 1%, there you go. That's one of the things you got to learn how to do is you got to learn how to follow up with your business. Now, if it's online business, there's different variable ways to do that. Ultimately, you got to make sure that your product or service gets in front of the people at least five times. Your odds of being in that 1% are going to wildly increase if you get the product or service into the person up to five times. And obviously, if you get up to six, seven, eight, nine, ten times, you're very likely going to convert that person to buying your product or service. Guys, this is good for online business. This is good for offline business. Bottom line is, is that if you want to be in that top 1%, these are things that you need to do. Don't be attached to results. Focus on the behaviors. Know that you're going to get more no's. You just got to understand that thing. Understand you've got to follow up with your people. Understand failure is part of the program. It's going to happen. So learn from it. Don't let it determine your future. I'm here for you. I'm pulling for you. You may not have anybody else in your life right now that's pulling for you to be a success. You may not have anybody else in your life right now who's pulling for you to blow up an online business and make a name for yourself. Guess what I am? Because I've helped hundreds if not thousands of people to do the same thing. And I want you to be successful too. I want you to dig the well before you're thirsty. And now is the best time to do so. More than any other time in our history, now is the best time. Go to iteachfreedom.com. I would love to meet you. If you've got questions, message me. You can check me out there. Find me. I'm all over the internet. 
you'll be able to find me anywhere. Message me. I'd love to get in a conversation with you. If you don't know what you're doing in the world of business and you'd like to be in an online business, hey, go to iteachfreedom.com, fill out the survey. Question number two, I believe, is if you would like to learn about online businesses and how to uh, get into them, I'll teach you about them. No sales pitch. I don't give sales pitches. Just get there. Love to help you out. iteachfreedom.com. Appreciate y'all listening. Have a great day.